Thanks for watching this episode of Turning to Him. I invite you to just take a few seconds right now at the beginning and subscribe to this channel so that you can get more videos like this in your feed. Thanks again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Turning to Him. My name is Zach Batty, and I am here with Micah Uzbek. Micah, did I say that right? Was I close you, at all? You did. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, it was. perfect. <laughs> perfect. Well, thank you so much for uh, spending your evening with us. You're on the other side of the clock. Yeah. Well, thanks. thanks for having me. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Germany. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah your, uh, your whole life? Yeah, I've, I've been born in Germany, but I have like, uh, not like, I have Turkish parents, so some Turkish roots, but I'm born and raised in Germany. Um, that's, tell us about your family. Uh, how many brothers and sisters do you have? Yeah, sure. So it's basically me, my mom, and my sister, and my dad. So I just have one younger sister, which is actually pretty uncommon for Turkish families. They tend to have like big families, but it's just me and my little sister. Okay. Um, just taking some notes here. Yeah. What what brought your parents from Turkey to Germany? So back uh, back then, when when the war ended like the second world war they needed uh like help rebuilding germany because all the men unfortunately died and um so they made an agreement with the turkish people with Ital italian people and stuff so they could come over to germany just basically for work and yeah my dad liked it really here so he just took my mom also to germany and they started the family here cool that's a great story. Yeah. Um, now, are you? Uh, have you been a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints your whole life? No, actually, no. I'm I'm a member since May last year, so almost a year now. I was actually before I joined the church. I was well. It's it was quite a journey for me. First, I was a devout Muslim, and then Christian. And well, evangelic, but I wasn't baptized. I just said, I'm, okay, I'm Christian now. Um, and also an atheist. And yeah. Okay. And now I. Go ahead. I'm a member of the church. Okay, so Muslim to evangelical. Yeah, to atheist. And now. To atheist to member. Okay. I almost sound like we got a lot to talk about. This is, this is, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, at the time, were your parents Muslim? Were you raised in a Muslim family? Yes. I was, I was raised in a, yeah, Muslim household. I, I attended also mosques, mosque school, like Quranic school. So I had to learn Arabic and I also did some research on my own. Okay. I was reading the Quran and yeah. And stuff. Yes. Um, would you consider your family a pretty devout Muslim? Oh yeah, my mom especially. Okay. 
So this yeah. is definitely something that was deep inside you. Yeah, it was. Um, have you ever, I'm just curious, have you ever been to Mecca? No, I haven't. I actually, I wanted to. I think it's awesome. It's still on my bucket list, but just to see it's not for the whole pilgrimage and stuff. And so I would like to send my mom there and my father. So someday I will just buy them tickets and get them there. So it's really important for Muslims to visit uh, Mecca once. Mm-hmm. And I want to help them make this uh, dream of them come true. That's great. I love that. All right, so you grew up in a in a very devout Muslim household. Yeah. Without getting off topic, without getting off the path here, what's one thing that you wish members of the church understood better about the Muslim faith and the Muslim community? There's, well, there are a lot of similarities between the church and uh, Islam. So I think it would be great that some members would do their research on Islam for themselves. And I think, I don't know where I read it, I think an apostle said it, or a prophet, that we should also look into it. Because Mm -hmm. there are some shared truths. For example, the, the law of chastity. It's a big thing also in Islam. So there are like many... um Many similarities and also many things which don't get along. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. also, I think it's also important to know that. And um, so I think the most major, uh, majority of your viewers are probably from the US or most members are. So I think many of them don't know about Islam. And so I'm, I'm also close with the elders here. And if they teach a Muslim here, they ask me for help. So. I think it would be just nice if some members would do some research on Islam. Yeah. Just to see that, that there are some there are some similarities, but also like huge major differences. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have a ton of experience with just a huge number of Muslim people, but the few yeah. that I've had have always been very devout, very kind. And people who are um, trying to worship their creator the best way that they know how. Yeah. And respect. Yeah. I mean, there are great people. They are. But I think there are like some stereotypes of where people think like, oh, I mean, it's the same with the church. Yeah, I was going to say. They're, they're, I mean, yeah, I had some. I had some thoughts uh, as well before I even met the elders. I was like, okay, should I? And well, no, I did. And I'm glad I did. Okay, so for um, how old were you when you decided that you you wanted to be an evangelical? I was around 15 or 14. Okay. So basically, I can share this one. So my best friend, uh, he comes from an evangelic family and his mom is like, she has a strong testimony about Christ. And every time when I was little and I visit them, she will tell me about Christ and tell me stories from the Bible. So, (laughs) sorry, my English is a bit rusty. 
she basically did some did some missionary work. Yeah. So she was planting these seeds. Then I got curious. I'm like, okay, who's this Jesus guy? Who is he? I want to know who he is. And I knew he he's he's also a big part in Islam, but not like a god or the son of God. He's just a prophet. Okay. And I got curious and I was like asking my mom, mom, who's Jesus? And she was telling me, oh, he was a great guy. He did this and that and. He also did all the miracles, like in the New Testament. There are also like canon in uh, in the Quran. So I got curious and I started reading the Quran. I was looking for Christ there, but to be honest, I couldn't find him there. So the first time I read the Quran, I was a little bit disappointed because I, I didn't find what I what I was looking for. And there are other books in Islam which are basically like Doctrine and Covenants, but just stories about their prophets. So I was reading those as well, but I couldn't find Christ there. So mm-hmm. I, well, secretly talked to the mother of my best friend, and I was like, I want to become a Christian. Wow. And she was like, okay. She, she also took me to church. Like secretly, though, because my mother wouldn't approve. Okay. I didn't tell her. And I've been studying the Bible since then. I was reading it and watching some talks from scholars and stuff. And I was just keep occupying myself with the Bible and the gospel till I was 18. And then I started to lose faith. Okay, so at any point in this time, did your parents discover that uh, you'd become an evangelical? Oh, no. They just recently discovered that I'm a Christian. Okay. Because I told them, yeah, because I told them. They didn't know. I, I did it all in secret. I was hiding the Bible. Okay. Okay, I want to get to that for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, so it sounds like you know, before your friend's mother kind of introduced you to Christ, were you aware of him at all as as a prophet in in Islam? Or no, was this just a completely new character in your life? Well, I heard his name. I knew his name. Well, that that's it. Okay. I didn't know much, but then I when I started asking my mom, okay, who's he? And she got really proud and excited that I'm taking interest in her faith. But it's, it wasn't the same Christ uh, the mom of my best friend told me. What spoke to you about your best friend's mom's Christ that didn't speak to you about Islam's Christ? I didn't feel the spirit. So back then, when she would tell me about him, I didn't know what it was, what I felt. But I know, no, like this warm feeling in your chest. Yeah. When she was talking about him, and I was feeling that. And uh, when I read the, the Quran, I, I didn't feel it. The spirit wasn't there. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But uh, no, I know it, it was the spirit. Oh, wow. Okay. That's very profound. All right. So, 15 years old, you declare to yourself that you're an evangelical. You're Sneaking the Bible in your house, you're reading passages, and yeah. you're 
are you sneaking off and going to church with your friend and his family? Yeah, we went a couple of times. A couple times, okay. Yeah. And well, you keep... then, go ahead. It it gets uh, it was getting kind of risky, so I just stopped going. Okay. But yeah. And so your parents don't don't know at all at this point. They don't. They didn't. Three years. Yeah. Okay. And you said that you started losing the faith after a bit. Talk to me about that. What happened? Yeah. So I had a pretty I had pretty rough years when I was a teenager. So I was getting bullied. I was like, well, I didn't like a girl. She didn't like me back. And so much stuff going on. And I was like thinking to myself, why is this happening? There, there's no God. If he was there, he wouldn't say uh, um, put me through this uh, trials. So I was yep. like, okay, he, he doesn't exist then. He isn't real. He doesn't, or he, if he is real, he doesn't care for, about me. But yeah, yeah I was, I was kind of telling me that uh, I was kind of lying to myself that he wasn't there, but deep, deep inside, I knew I was lying. Yeah. I knew that he was there. Well, I mean, I think that's something that all of us feel at some point. We, you yeah. know, that whispering of if there were a God, good things, bad things wouldn't happen to good people. My yeah, life right. filled with marshmallows and rainbows. If there was, <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, that's you're certainly not alone in feeling that. So, yeah, I, definitely not for sure. So that starts to fade for how long? How long um, until you decide to meet with the missionaries? Or, or I guess take us from atheist now, you completely, yeah. just, there is no God, even though you said that deep inside you kind of knew that there was. Yeah, I knew he was. So it was around when I was 18 or 17, I'm not sure. Okay. Until when I was 25. Um, I was actually also like challenging believers so I could debate them and try to debunk God. Yes. So I was like, oh, look how silly you are believing in an imaginary person and stuff. But like I said, deep down, I knew I was lying to myself. And uh, I, even though when I was saying like, I don't believe, I still, I still was reading the Bible and also like watching videos from Bible scholars because I kept getting back to it. And when I was 25, I heard a testimony of a former Muslim who became Christian. Maybe you know him. His name was Nabel, Nabel Qureshi. Okay, I haven't heard the name before. Dr. David Wood, does it say? He does apologetics. Okay. So he's, uh, I think he's he isn't carefully. He's uh, he's also an evangelic like um, preacher, you could yeah. say some sort, and he's um, he's doing apologetics. Mm-hmm. So and his friend, this Nabil Qureshi guy, I I, I heard his testimony how how he found to Christ. He actually wanted to challenge Christians and ended up becoming one because mm-hmm. his friend this. David Wood guy invited invited him to 
read the Bible with him. And I, I was so moved by his testimony and I was like, I want that back. There, he also um, um, wrote a book, sorry, a little bit nervous. He wrote mm -hmm. a book called um, Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. Okay. It's a, it's a good book, I can re recommend it. And he did many talks, like how he found to Christ. Unfortunately, he passed away. Mm -hmm. um, he had cancer. So he was he was the, the point where I was like, okay, if he has this faith, I want that faith back. I want this warm feeling in my chest. Back then, I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit, but yeah, yeah I was like, I want that back. And so I did some research on different churches. I wasn't sure if I should become an evangelic again or if Catholic was all of the question. And yeah. like, I've done some research on different churches, like the Orthodox Church. And I was like, okay, they are like the closest thing to the, uh, to the Church of Christ. I didn't know back then about our church. And uh, I got interested in it. And then I stumbled upon our church when I was doing some re research. So I think you can imagine the first time when you look up the church, it's not all the good things. Yes. I was reading. I, I was reading about the controversial stuff, and it was like, okay, that's something different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I didn't look further into it. I was just like looking into into the doctrines because I, I got interested. I was like, okay, what are they believing in? What doctrine do they have? So I knew about exaltation even before the missionaries taught me. For example, <laughs> um, I was. Um, yeah, and then I stopped looking further into the church because I was like, kind of, okay, seems it seems weird to me. I I've also met with Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm -hmm. uh, I talked to them, but I I instantly knew knew that okay, there's something wrong. This 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 is not uh, right for me. Sure. And yeah, so I got baptized when I was 27. So. It took me two years till I found it before I even met the missionaries. It was last year in May when I saw an ad on Instagram which said something along those lines, get to know Christ for a better life. And I was like, I want, I want to get to know Christ. And I responded to that uh, ad. I had to fill out some stuff. And when I was looking, at, it took me actually to another page. Uh, it, it took me on commonchrist.com. Okay. And I was like reading the link and I'm reading Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. I'm like, wait a minute, those are Mormons. Well, I, yeah. Pushy about I, this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, actually, I don't like this term anymore, uh, Mormons. I, I don't mm -hmm. like it. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, either way, I was like, okay, just give it a try. Just, just meet with them. It didn't. The elders texted me like in 30 minutes, and we um, set up a phone call for the following day. And we were just a little bit talking, and I was like, "Okay, let's challenge those moments. Let's see how fast I can break them." Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and they were sorry. 
And then we're like, yeah, actually, we are going to your city. If you like, we, we can meet. I'm like, okay, let's go meet. And we met in a park. I remember the first time when I saw this one elder. His name is Ella Cardwell. He's, he became a really close friend of mine. He was, uh, yeah, he was exiting his car and I was looking at him and he was looking at me. And I'm, I've seen his tag. I'm like, okay, that's the guy. <laughs> that's the one I'm supposed to meet. And yeah, we started talking and I was actually giving them a hard time. I was asking about exaltation, about garments and all those things like, but Ella Cardwell, he handled all the questions I had like a pro, like, and he even gave me all the questions I had, he answered with a Bible verse. I'm like, wait a minute, if it's in the Bible, it can't be that outlandish. <laughs> That's a different view. I've never seen it like that, but it does make sense. And then I started about the book of, I asked them about the Book of Mormon, and he just pulled a copy up and was like, "Here, let's read together." And then we started reading. Oh my gosh! So I mean, you you had been searching, doing a wide search for yeah. two. I mean, like you said, you looked into. Catholic religion, you looked into Jehovah's Witness, you looked into um, the Orthodox Church. I mean, you you were doing a wide search. Yeah. And then you stumbled on an Instagram ad. Yeah. Amazing. Which, which is kind of funny, though. Um, Instagram has an algorithm. If you, for example, look up cars, you will get ads for cars. Yeah. And I didn't look up anything church-related or Christ-related on my phone, and it did show up. I'm like, I was actually thinking, why, why is this showing up for me? Why? But I don't believe in coincidence. Yeah. Okay, so you give the missionary, you, you start to give the missionaries a hard time. You're asking all the tough questions. Other card yeah. answers it with Bible verses. And you start reading the Book of Mormon. So at what point... For you, was it a gradual um, realization of, hey, I think I want to join this church? Or was it a snap like, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. It, it was a snap. Really? It, was, it, was in, it wasn't instant. But the first time we met, I was like, okay. The moment when he answered my questions with Bible verses, he got me. I was like, okay. And then we read the Book of Mormon. And I was reading it, and and they started teaching me. It took me actually four days when I said, uh, yeah, I want to get baptized. From the time you first met them to the time you said, I want to get baptized. Now, my brother served in Germany, served his mission in Germany, granted a while ago. And yeah. I back then, and I think now, it's not a high baptizing mission. What did your missionaries say when in four days you said, I'd like to get baptized? I, to be honest, it was the spirit talking to me. I think they, I remember the first time uh, where Elder Carpenter was like, would you like to pray? I'm like, okay, it's been a while, but I've done it. And after the lesson, I was texting them. Hey, I actually feel different after I prayed with you guys. So it was like some sort of prompting or like this voice in my head. 
Jesus loves you. Well, you have to get baptized. And then I had told him I want to get baptized. Oh my gosh. Wow. The actual baptism was 11 days afterwards, though. So we had to do some stuff before, but. So from, so from meeting the missionaries, uh, 15 days later, you're baptized, two weeks. 11, 11, 11. Oh, 11, 11 for meeting the missionary. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Um, so, I mean, what is your ward like? What's your congregation like? Amazing. There are there are lovely people. Uh, what a branch. Uh, branch. Uh, Hanofa, it's called. Okay. How it's many a small ward. Around 150 on okay. a good day. The, the church isn't big here. We okay. only have like two states. And I think there are already 28 in Salt Lake, which is yeah. amazing. So it's... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so like I said, the church isn't really big here, but the mem- uh, the people there are lovely. I remember the first time I went there, and it, it was I-, I felt so welcome. Everyone was so nice to me, and I yeah. was at first I was like, okay, maybe maybe will they will be weird or something towards me, but you know, and. There's this one brother in my ward who also takes me to church every Sunday. He's also the one who baptized me. He was a former bishop in my ward. And he he baptized me and he gave me the Melchizedek priesthood. So Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so did you go to church once or twice before you were baptized then? Actually once. You go to church once, meet everybody, yeah. and then if you show up a member what what's that like it, it felt amazing i i really wanted to be a member so after my baptism it was actually on a state conference okay my baptism uh, the mission president was there. he announced it even there and a day before he, he gave me a call and i also talked to him and i was like yes finally i'm a member and then my bishop was like uh, almost. You just need the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yes, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, I want that. I want that. I was really waiting for Sunday. And when I got it, I, it was this one feeling I was looking all these years before. Oh, my gosh, Micah, that is such a cool story. Uh, okay, but we still haven't gotten to the point where um, you got to tell your parents. Do oh, your parents yeah. know? They, they, they know. I mean, they know now, but did they know when you I got? Know. No, I actually waited a couple of uh, weeks before I even told them. Well, I didn't even tell them. They they heard it from someone because I I put a picture from me on Facebook next to a statue of Christ in the temple. Yes. And so my mom's my mom's family is like is really devout. And her cousin saw it, and he he told her, and she was like, "Are you a Christian?" I'm like, "Yes." So you didn't even tell her. She found out from Facebook. She, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Okay, so 
She says, are you a Christian? You just say, yep, there's no beat around the bush. Yep. How does yeah. it go? Well, she's she's still struggling with my dis- decision to okay. be a Christian because yeah. um, she feels, I mean, I guess her. she was like really proud when I got interested in uh, studying Islam. Mm-hmm. So she was also kind of bragging with me. Oh, look how, how knowledgeable my son is and how much he studies, but it's gone now. And also, yeah. like I said, there are like there are similarities in this, between Islam and the church, but there are also like huge differences. For example, the deity of Christ mm-hmm. or the atonement, saying that um, Heavenly Father has children is blasphemy okay. in Islam. Mm-hmm. And also, I told you a little bit about the church. But I didn't tell her about modern day prophets. She doesn't know about Joseph Smith. Okay. Because this will be a huge red flag for her. According to Islam, their prophet was the last one. Mm-hmm. So it's also saying uh, to say that there are other prophets is also blasphemy. So I'm keeping that for myself for now. Boy, I mean, you can definitely have sympathy for your mom, you know, and your dad of just. Yes, you want what's very best for your kids. Yeah, sure. I mean, I get that. I, well, if if I ever have children, well, I hope I will have children. If I have children and they're they they would say, okay, that I'm leaving the church, I would I would, would react the same. Yeah, yeah no, I would hurt. So I I'm sympathetic to your mom. I hope that um, I hope that that turns out well. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just trying to be a good example. So before I before I joined the church, I was smoking, I was drinking, and I stopped doing all those things. And she noticed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it's because of my faith. I don't yeah. drink. That's that's amazing. That's a lot of self discipline. Congratulations on that. Thank um, you. Now, did I understand that uh, in Islam there's an, a health code? Isn't there also? There, there is, yeah, but t- they aren't that strict. So, if you're really, really devout Muslim, you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't smoke. So, um, word of wisdom is kind of also a thing there. Yeah, but it's not like mandatory. It's just like okay. recommendation. Yeah. yeah. Wow, what what a story. Um, I mean, I already asked you what's one thing you wish everybody knew about Islam, but just what's one thing that that you wish people knew about maybe joining the church in Germany? You know, what's one thing, if you could speak to every member of the church, what would you say to them? I will, I would say the same thing Ella Cartwell said to me. If you join the church, it will change your life. Back then, when he said it to me, I was I was kind of rolling with my eyes. And I was thinking to myself, "Yeah, sure, buddy. You just said you're just saying that, so I will join the church." But since I have joined, it, it did change my life. And uh, like, yeah. I mean, being a member isn't easy. Like the word of wisdom, law of chastity. I mean, yeah, it's not easy being a member, but the, the reward you get 
it's even higher than that. Yeah. So, Micah, tell me about your relationship with Christ through all of this. How has it changed, and where is it now? Where is it? It's changed to the better. I know him. I know him as my savior, as my big brother, and the Messiah. And I know that he lost me, and he lost every one of us. That's why he he gave his life for us, so just we could get back to our Heavenly Father.